Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, and The Price is Right. These are three of the biggest game shows of all time. But do they make our top 10 list? Also, what happened to all the game shows that used to be on TV? This week on the Going Off Topic podcast, the game show Deep Dive. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything But Credible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauche. Joining me via Zoom, a game show lover, Dukes from the Anything But Credible podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing? Fauche, I'm doing good, man. I competitive in, in nature, I guess, but um, the g- game shows have always been here for me. And so like the game shows, I'm glad that you, you brought me here so I can, I, can, I can be here for you for this conversation, if that makes any sense. I'm trying to compare the two, but how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, it is. We are going to look at the, I feel like this is the right word, the phenomenon that is game shows. Would you classify game shows as a phenomenon? I feel like we're going to get into, uh, we're going to get into some details later and, and all of that, but I feel like that's the right word. Maybe not. Maybe it was, and we're going to talk about this, but maybe when we were growing up, it was more of the, they were a phenomenon. They were kind of everywhere. Now they've kind of disappeared. How would you, how would you describe game shows? I don't think fom, uh, fom, I don't think phenomenon is a bad word, but a phenomenon makes it feel like it was like a thing that's come and gone. Yes, it has dwindled dramatically, but people are still trying to do the game shows. That's what's interesting is like they're still they're still out there, and you still have what weirdly your classics that are on. So, phenomenon, I feel, and I might be wrong about you know the actual definition. I just feel like that kind of relates to it was a thing and now it's not. But then again, the way that you put that, it kind of does make sense, right? It was a huge, huge, huge thing. And now it's still a thing. It's just not a huge thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, I think, I think you're 100% right. I think, and maybe, um, like I said, we're going to, we're kind of opening it up here, but maybe it's just how we take in game shows and how our viewing has altered and switched. But I just feel like it is extremely difficult to find game shows now. Even though I was looking up, you know, last night doing some research, I think I typed in best game shows or something on, on yep. Google just to look at some old ones and see what was going on. And, you know, Google pops up and it has like the most searched for. It's like 20 pictures or whatever at the top. And man, I would say probably like 15, like the top 15 on that list were all like recent game shows. Mm-hmm. Like there were no classics. And then of course, but of course you had like Price is Right, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, uh, who wants to be a millionaire was on there. Some of those all timers that are, were huge and have been huge for 20, 30 years. Um, but man, you had some, just some, some uh, deal or no deal was on there. Some real recent ones that I was kind of like, Oh, that's very interesting. But I just would love to see, um, maybe I should have done more research on this too, but I would love to see how and how many people are watching those new game shows that come out. Because we used to watch, I mean, we were, when I was living at home with my sisters, we used to watch, I don't know if you remember a show called Wipeout. Did you ever watch that show? Uh, the old version? No, this is like, I, I guess there is an old version, but this is like a newer version that was on ABC or something. Yeah, it was just, definitely. Mm-hmm. it was just yeah, like yeah. a race and people were jumping and bouncing right. on these giant balls and all this random stuff. We used to watch that, but yeah, I can't tell you the newest like game show that I've like really gotten into where I would tune in every week. Well, that's what I think the interesting thing is. I actually think that it has gone through kind of a change in that way. I think a lot of the game shows today are those types of of, of actual, I guess you can say, can would consider it like a 
physical game show, mm. something like yeah. Wipeout, something like you know, well, you know what is blown up. Even though you might not consider this a game show, it's like American Ninja Warrior. I think you could consider that a game show technically. I don't know. Um, the other things is like, uh, what about that other one that's like the kind of the one with Steph from Steph Curry? That's kind of oh, yeah. hole in one or holy or something. That's like a physical game show. You also have like, I feel like that is the trend that's kind of taken over. And I think that if you look historically, like if you do what you did, which is Google, you know, classic game shows. What I think is so interesting is that you can kind of, even if you do it by decade, you know, 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, whatever it is, you do kind of get this vibe that's like, oh, this decade was this type of game show. There are types. And the other thing that I got a kick out of while I was looking at this, Foshi, was going through and looking at all, so many just overall game shows that never became a real thing or something that you cared about. What I thought was so interesting is looking at the variety and just the range of hosts I can't imagine this list. I was—I didn't know. Oh, he or she, she, she hosted a show. He had a game show. They did what? What? Where, where did that come? These things, some of these game shows have come and gone. And I think recently, every once in a while, you get one that they try to like push back out. Next thing you know, three weeks, you know, it's gone. You never see it again. Yeah. It just goes to the graveyard of game shows. So it's so interesting that like what you said, you hit on a big point, the way that we consume this, the streaming, do people care about game shows at all? I, I truly don't know. I really don't. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk about kind of our background and history with game shows, but I, I like where, where this conversation is going. And it's so, like you said, game shows, just think, just sitting here thinking about it without even looking anything up, the evolution of game shows, you know, back in the probably late sixties, seventies, it was more of a contestant type game show where, you know, you had your like family feud and your newlywed game and match game. And, you know, all yeah. those are some yeah. of the classics that I, I still love. And then you transitioned to more, I would say, you know, that, that stretch probably lasted a little while. And then you kind of got to trivia type game shows. So, you know, who wants to be a millionaire? Uh, there was some sports trivia shows. I guess Jeopardy qualifies as like a trivia show. Cash Cab is on now. But so I feel like you have your, your trivia. And then, like you said, lately, it's more of those physical, uh, challenging game shows. Like, do you, do you, I was just thinking about this. Do you, so, uh, you know, the Steph Curry show and I guess American Ninja Warrior qualifies as like a game show. Do you, would you consider some of these reality type TV shows like Amazing Race, like uh, Big Brother, like Masked Singer, are, are those, would you consider those game shows or no? I think you could have an argument and a conversation about it. Personally, I do not. I think because... And I'm going to, you know, rain on some parades here. I think a lot of that is way more scripted than people believe. It's probably not new, breaking news for you there. But because of that, I don't, I wouldn't consider, even though we're definitely going to talk about some game shows that were 100% scripted, like def, definitely, no doubt about it. I think you could definitely make the argument. Personally, though, I still say that that is a separation of, like, I would say that's more of a talent show than it is, mm. uh, like, Wipeout is an obstacle course. That is a game. I don't know if I would consider a talent show as a competition. I don't know if I would say that that's a game though. That's the kind of way that I separate it out. Yeah. That, that I think you, you nailed it there. I was, I was, as I was thinking, I was kind of like, you know, they might actually be game shows, but the way you, yeah, I think it's definitely a talent show. I think, um, you know, there's, there's certain things and I guess you could qualify not American Ninja Warrior as a talent show, but I guess you could kind of qualify that as like, you're working towards that, you know, like sure you can watch, 
Wheel of Fortune a thousand times and then get on the show, but you might not have any idea what, what phrases are going to pop up on that game show. So you could practice and do all that stuff. But once you get there, it could be something totally different. If you watch American Ninja Warrior and you're like, oh, I'm going to go on the show and just work out a ton and do a ton of obstacle courses and do all this parkour and all that stuff, I guess you could kind of train for it. And I'm sure there's people out there that train for game shows, obviously. Oh, yeah. But oh, there, there definitely I feel yeah. like I just feel like when you get on the stage, there's a separation of the two. Like, you know, I could watch every Cash Cab episode and buy every trivia book in the world and I could get on the show and be like, oh, they just asked me three random questions that I have no idea. But if I go to American Ninja Warrior, I kind of have a general idea of what I'm going to get into. So I think that's a great idea. The way you put it is, is a great idea as far as Mass Singer and all those. It's a talent show kind of. Yeah, I think that you kind of need to. And the reason that I think you can include it is I think it really boils down to, if you want to get down to the nitty gritty of it, I think it boils down to what your definition of a game is. We've, I've had this conversation, man, way, way too many times about what the definition of sport is. But ultimately... The way that I would, where you could rope it in is if you say, hey, I think of a game as some kind of competitive event where there is a winner and a loser. If you boil it down to that simpli- that level of simplicity, then technically, yeah, it, it could be a game. You know what I mean? Like you could, yeah. you could rope it in. That's why I think that me personally, I, I, I don't, I separate those out. But a talent show. I think it could it could fall in those guidelines. So I don't I don't think it's completely wrong, but I, I, I see both sides for sure. Yeah, I uh, I think you're right. I think there's a if you're you know, if you're to look at like a, a chart or something, there's the overarching theme is game shows. Or game show. And then under that you have your trivia game show, you have your talent show, you have your physical shows. I know it's just it's just like a web that just spirals out. Um, you brought up a good point that I need to get your input on before we continue with this game show topic anymore. Um what what is your loose definition of a sport? My just loose just, okay, my, my loose definition of a sport is a basically it's kind of similar to what the game is. I think it is a competitive event or ga- I I put game in sport. Like sport is game. I, I think that's the same thing, but I think it's kind of the same definition, Foshi. I think it is a competitive thing where there is a clearly defined winner and loser. And that really is what it boils down to. If, if you, if you want to make people say, Oh, video games aren't a sport. Does somebody win? Does somebody lose? Are you playing against other people? Not AI, not robots, not then I can, I would consider that a sport. Okay. How about you? Are you, where, where, where <laughs> why, why, why does well, it stick just, out to you? When you mentioned that, uh, Ellen and I have a, I like to give her trouble because she is a gymnastics coach. And a lot of people, it, it depends. A lot of people consider it a sport. A lot of people consider it an activity. There are certain people out there that say a sport, you have to have a ball and a defense and all this weird, all these loose, all these definitions. Gotcha. But, so I just like to give her trouble. So I was hoping that you would walk yourself into that argument. And then when she listened to this episode, she would have some words for you, but you saved yourself from her wrath. I, here's my defense to this. <laughs> okay. The reason that my definition is so loose and so broad is because those things that you mentioned which I would consider accessories, balls, rackets, things. That is just to enhance the sport. It is a sport, but it's really just the competition. What you're doing is you're creating a game with that these accessories either excel or inhibit you to do certain things that create more, more difficult competition. Is it? Okay. okay. So gymnastics is Should a sport. I, 
Should I write? Should I write a textbook? I feel like I should. I feel like I should write a sports textbook. Probably good. So gymnastics is a sport. Do people? Is there a clear first place? Yes. And they is. compete against other people. They do. Yes. I will say this though. <laughs> I personally do have a slight subset where it is still a sport. But I got to tell you, and this is a whole other pod for you, Foshi. But I have a really, really hard thing where people are judging. Like mm. the uh, the winner is judged by another person. I don't like that. But you could argue sure. that any sport is ultimately judged by a person. <laughs> and this is where it gets really deep because <laughs> you could argue that every football play ever held, every snap there's holding. And you could argue that in every sure. single possession of basketball, there's either a block or a charge. You, you could argue every single time. So by the refs not calling that, there is an argument that all of those games are therefore somewhat directed by human interaction or controlled by that. Let's, I'm, I'm sorry that I just yeah. went down that. No, I love it. Yeah, we will. That will be a future episode of this podcast. Where we're just going to sit here and talk about that. Uh, okay. But to get back to our game shows here, let's just talk about a little bit of our, our background and our history, because I don't remember how we got on the subject. You know, we talked, we've, the whole reason for this podcast, these are all conversations that you're at a bar, you're at dinner, you're hanging out with people, you're at a party, whatever. And these are just random topics that come up and we talk about, but then we no, we don't ever remember or we don't ever have for record for other people to listen to. So I feel like this subject of game shows is one of those things where we were just sitting there talking and all of a sudden we were like, got on the topic of game shows and I think trivia might've started that. And then we just spread it out. We talked about other game shows and that we both loved them and kind of grew up with them as kids and all that stuff. So let's, we're going to shift and talk about kind of our background, our history with game shows. Um, and I think I really got into it is because my parents are huge trivia fans, as we've talked about numerous times. They go to trivias all the time. COVID has really put a damper on the trivia world this year, which really sucks. But uh, it, we would go to trivias all over the place. And then, no, even when we were too young to go, my mom would write down every question. And then every the next day, we'd always look forward to her coming home and reading us the questions and us trying to answer. And, you know, it was, it was just a good family time. The other, so trivia plays a part. And then I think they also introduced me to a lot of those old school game shows, which when we get to our top 10 or top whatever list, a lot of those are going to be old game shows on my list that I still will go on YouTube and watch random clips of. We also, in our kitchen, we had one of those little square TVs on a, on a tray somewhere. And we were eating <laughs> dinner. My mom would have, she'd be making dinner. She would uh, have the news on. And then I think it was at, it's either six or six thirty, Central Time. Wheel of Fortune would come on, and by that time, you know, dinner's wrapping up. We're all we're doing the dishes, we're cleaning off the table, we're putting stuff away, and we would all just kind of sit in there and watch Wheel of Fortune and try to guess whatever the the phrase was. And uh, so I think I feel like trivia and Wheel of Fortune were my kind of starting blocks, and then it just branched out from there with you know some of the old school shows and everything that we got into. What is uh, where did your your game show love? start what's your history with game shows kind of the same way Foshi. i think what you were talking about before where you were saying like what was the connection where we started kind of going down this road was i think that we were just so early on embedded with these game shows and that we actually started referencing to each other these really really old ones that people don't watch you know um and it's kind of the same way so like for me as a kid you know I, a lot of times i was raised by you know gra the grandmas i was lucky enough mm -hmm. to have grandma grandparents that could share the the raising and um, both sides uh, did a great job throughout the week. 
And, you know, when you're raising little kids, you need to, uh, to keep them busy a little bit. And one thing that was always on, it was always family friendly. <laughs> and who knows, you might actually educate yourself a little bit was the Game Show Network, right? That channel, mm. my, my grandparents were lucky enough to have that channel. We just put that channel on, let it ride all day. Let it ride all day. So I grew up watching all the super old ones. Like you, like you were the reruns of the old shows, like you were saying, like Love Match and mm. um, uh, 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 the, the first generation of, of whatever the whammy, I can't ever think of the, the whammy uh, show is. Pre- pressure Luck. Pressure Luck, thank you. Um, you know, all of that old stuff. Actually, a lot of those shows that you talked about that are really were like relationship-based. It was really weird. Like when the game shows first started, they were really like, <laughs> how well do you know this, your friend, your significant other, your mom, your dad? That's like what they were all based on. All of those old shows, Mastermind, all, all of these things that I just kind of watched. It's not even that I really loved them. I just watched them. Then before you know it, I catch myself getting a little bit older and needing something to watch and boom, you know, I turn on some game shows. You know, there's nothing, what else is on, you know? Uh, but it's interesting though, because I've never been like, Obviously, we, we've seen on this podcast and other podcasts, I am not a trivia person, <laughs> but I watch a trivia show. I'm not good at game shows. I, I, I don't ever win them. I'm not somebody who at home says it out loud and I'm like right most of the time. But for some reason, I just enjoy them. So I don't know if it's a nostalgia thing or if it's just, you know, maybe I'm, 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 I'm subconsciously going to a comfort place that I don't know about, you know what I mean? Or that I don't recognize. Could be possible. But for me, I really have, have, have transcended with these game show networks, which is interesting now, Foshi, because I feel like I always grew up thinking only old people watch game shows, right? My grandma watches Wheel of Fortune it's every true. day. My, my, my other grandma watches Jeopardy every single day at six o'clock, whatever the day is, that it, or what time it comes on. I was like, I don't care about game shows. But, but now I grew up with them, but now I don't really watch game shows at all. But now I'm wondering when I get older, am I going to go back? Am I going to revert <laughs> back to game shows? I, I, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's been a weird um, kind of progression for me, Foshi. But I think I've seen, honestly, to, to be completely honest with you, the game show network is what controlled the boy. It changed the game. It really did. And, and it, this is what I think really spewed uh, started this conversation for us is, I got a question for you. Does anybody know where the game show network is? Does anybody know where I can find that? Is it is it still active? If it is, is it streamable? I I, so, I I really don't know that answer. Here's the thing. So I just went to I just typed it on uh, you know on my computer. We're recording at the same time. I went to the Game Show Network website. There's a couple things on here that are uh, pretty. I mean, just honestly, kind of disappointing to me. So, oh no! The first thing that you can see, yeah, I was, I was really, I was just really upset because I remember this was one of my things: is what happened to the Game Show Network? And you brought it up. You know, we would just sit there and watch on a Saturday. You watch Game Show Network all day, and they yeah. would have those old classics. Yeah. They would have random shows on. I remember when they used to have they used to have a dodgeball league on there, and my yeah. God, that was entertaining. Oh I was yeah, just so great. So dodgeball went away. The Game Show Network went away. All right, it's just not on streaming, but you can, you know, if you do have. UVerse, DirecTV, Dish Network, or Spectrum. Uh, so your cable game show network is still on there. Interesting. So Game Show Network has not evolved with the times. Like uh, seriously, I mean, I'm, I'm right now. You and I, we're YouTube TV guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't have any game show packages. There's no. We got a sports package. We got a, a dance. <laughs> there's a, there's like some stupid like a dance package or something. I, I can't get a game show package. What, what yeah, I would. Uh, I would. I would pay a lot of money for a game show package. I'll tell you that. But they also have. Um, 
they all, it says you can also find us on Philo, Friendly TV, what? Fubo, what? Sling, and Uverse. Sling. I've, okay. Three of those five I've never heard of. But it's, <laughs> it's on Sling, apparently, which uh, I, I, I know that Sling is another streaming service, but I don't, but I don't think I know anyone that has Sling. Um, the other thing that is just super depressing uh, looking at the Game Show Network is I went to the shows and I was like, oh man, I'm going to look at like some old school shows on here. It's going to, it's going to, no, uh, they don't have the gonna, old ones, dude, none. So no. let me just rattle off some of these names. I do know that actually. I do know any they, of these. They don't show any respect for the new, for the old, for the oldies. Uh, America says, do you have any idea what that is? No. Common knowledge. Never heard of that one. Which uh, I, this is ho- common knowledge is hosted by, uh, I think this is Joey Fatone. Um, from wow. Backstreet Boys. That's what I'm uh, talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Like who you? Some of these so, games, you don't even know who the host. Like you were like, oh, that he's hosting a show. Uh, Masterminds. Have you heard of that? I think that's what that looks I think like. That's Ken old, I think that's a re. I think that's a reboot. Okay. This looks like the guy that won that was on that huge run on Jeopardy. Ken Jennings, possibly. I'm not sure if that's him. But he's hosting like that. Kind of looks like him, but it might not be. I, I could just okay. be making it up. Uh, Catch Twenty One. I think that's a replay of an old one too. See, I think I think what Game Show is doing. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. I think they're just remaking a lot of the older classics. But um, if I'm not mistaken, this is the man that is hosting Catch Twenty One is the man that played Carlton in Fresh Prince. So oh, that's interesting. Okay, well there you go. Uh, Get a Clue. Ever heard of that one? No. Uh, Family Feud and Cash Cab, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the Chase. Have you ever heard of The Chase? Can't say that I have. Nope. Uh, deal or no deal. The old match game. The pyramid. Whammy pressure luck. Yes. And then they have a, a whole section where you can click and it's those classic games. You click into that section, it doesn't even have the titles of the games. It just has mm. like old pictures of like Bob Eubanks, of uh, Vanna White and Pat Sajak. Just like old pictures. So it's like, oh, I guess this is, it's just, man, the game show network has really let me down. Yeah. I also looked at the schedule for so tomorrow, Saturday, November seventh. Uh, I mean, there are so from new uh, twelve a.m. through through twelve thirty p.m. I don't know a single show that's on in oh. that twelve hour block, oh. they're, they're, and they're half an hour. So at twelve thirty, it starts with Cash Cab. Cash Cab literally goes till three thirty, which I love, but there's nothing else you can throw on. And then Family Feud runs from 4.30 to, oh my God, it runs till 11.30. Wow, they're just hammering, just hammering <laughs> it, just hammering it. <laughs> Family Feud, and this is the Steve Harvey one, which is good, mm. but man, the OG Family Feud is the best. Yeah. Uh, 4.30 till 11.30 is Family Feud. That is insane. So, man, that's where it's just not, not like it used to be, folks. I know we're showing, we're showing our age here. <laughs> you know, it's, not, it's not, not the best look on us right now, but... It does. It hurts. It hurts the soul, man. It does. It's sad. I mean, it really is sad. Um, so, yeah, I guess that kind of answers the question. Like, what happened to the, to the to Game Show Network, to all those old shows we used to watch? I guess you literally just have to go to YouTube and find the old episodes now. They're not anywhere. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't tell you. It's not even like, you <laughs> know, just we, a bummer. We, I, I, I've tried multiple streaming services at this point. It's not even something that you just kind of come across even like, oh, yeah, you just got to go here and, you know, you, do, you oh, yeah, I found it. No, none of that. Bummer. Yeah. So that, that's another thing is when we were growing up on the big like cable TV stations, so like NBC, CBS, Fox, uh, 
ABC, all those, they had huge game shows on there. Like, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Weakest Link, Deal or No Deal. Wow. And now I feel like all of those have been replaced by like the reality TV show or the talent show. That's like what you know, the time we're living in right now, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, do you remember what the takeover, the actual takeover, the primetime takeover that happened when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I mean, it literally, mm. God, it was it literally everywhere. Like stopped the world for a little bit. And then um, The Weakest Link, wow. Didn't even think about that one, but you're right. That was also just, that was a big one. Actually, you know what? They used to play that reruns on the Game Show Network all the time, actually. The, the later the, the later that we grew up. But like, dude, just thinking about the weakest, or I'm sorry, the uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? It, first of all, are they still making new, new ones of those? Because that actually, no, no one watches that. But I cannot believe. I think they are. But I think it's like, I want to say it's just celebrities on there now. And they're like raising money for charities. I don't think it's just I, regular people. I will never forget. I mean, that was like a weekly, it's Monday night, it's Sunday night, whatever it is. Like, who wants to be a millionaire's on? You know what I mean? Like, you're watching that that week. That That's the showcase. That's crazy. God, good. That's crazy. God, it was everywhere. And as I think, it took over, I mean, there were games, there were board games, there were video games for literally just a trivia game. Like you would pay $25 to get a, a PlayStation 2 video game if yep. he wants to be a millionaire and just sit there and just try to get a million dollars in a video game. But man, yeah, that is a show. Like I said, I think I've seen it on recently, but it is, I mean, it is nowhere near what it used to be. I want to say it's just celebrities on there raising money for charity, which is cool. I mean, folks, you it's have cool. to love that show though, right? Because that's oh, literally yeah. the basic is, is it's just purely trivia that yeah. they have a couple slight spices in there to sweeten up the trip. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's trivia that they just had a couple curveballs to make it slightly different. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not any, that is not a, a game show that is like, Whoa, this is amazing. You know, they're, they're doing something different here. You know, yeah. like wheel of fortune is cool. That's a different game. You know, it's like a game that you have to finish spelling a word. It's kind of weird. And there's not a lot like that, but it's just purely trivia. We're just asking you a question and all <laughs> you have to do is like, you get three lifelines and that, like, there's nothing there. I don't know, man. I, I, that, I cannot believe the takeover that that show had. was a It was crazy. That was wild. Yeah, it was everywhere. And I also like, you kind of brought it up. I just can't believe that that's not one of these shows that has lasted for like 40 or 50 years. Like Jeopardy has been on air for what, like 40 years, 30 years. So it's, and yeah, that's a lit, like you said, that's a little bit different on the, the trivia thing, but I mean, it, when you boil it down, and it's going to come down to when we let's talk about some of our favorites. I love the trivia games, but when you really boil it down, I mean, it's basically just trivia that anybody, I mean, we sit at home and we're like, you know, watch who wants to be a millionaire. We'd watch it all the time. We'd be like, Oh, you know, the first five questions or whatever are fairly easy. And you know, everybody kind of gets those and you get rolling and then you get to those tough ones. You're like, Oh man, I don't know. And same thing with Jeopardy. You, you know, as it goes down the board, the prices go up. It's uh man. But yeah, those are classics. I remember we used to watch those all the time at home uh, weeknights. It was on, I think like, I think Jeopardy was on at like 4.30 or something. It was on really early, I feel like, in the day. So we'd have to like rush home. We'd, we'd watch Jeopardy. My mom would be making dinner. Then we'd watch Real Fortune at 6, 6 or 6.30. My memory is, you know, not what it used to be at this point. And then at like 7 or 7.30 primetime TV was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on one night a week or what two or three nights a week. Yeah. And we'd watch that. And just It was, I mean, it was a blast. Well, it's it's interesting that you say that, Foshi, because I got an article right here that I just pulled up of the 11 most, or I'm sorry, the 11 longest running game shows mm. of all time. Okay. Nice. Do you think you could 
hit on the top three right off the top? Uh, Price is Right. Correct. Wheel of Fortune. Yes. Jeopardy. That's right. Good for you. Mm. So, check this out. Price is Right, number one, the longest. That started, that debuted in 1972. It ran for... Well, it's, it's still running. Still going. Yeah. yeah still going. going. Same with Wheel of Fortune. That debuted in 75. Okay. And Jeopardy, which debuted in... Nine, let's see. It says, the current show has been on air since 1984 and is a revival of the original, which ran from 64 to 75. Wow. Okay. Which, you know, you talk about just regular trivia, but here's another... Yeah. Let, me, let me just run through the other ones. So, number four. Please. Truth or Consequences. Never heard that one. That's an old, old school one, I think. Uh, number five, what's my line? You ever heard of that? I think that's old too. Like really familiar, old. But yeah. Number six, I've got a secret. Number seven, Hollywood Squares. We all know about Hollywood Squares. Mm. Number eight, Concentration, which honestly, I don't know anything about that show, but it sounds like I would kind of like that. I feel like. Number nine, let's make a deal. We, we know about that. Oh, number yeah. 10, to tell the truth. Never heard of that one. Mm-hmm. 11, you bet your life. That's an old school show right there, I can tell you. So they're interesting, very interesting, and it's it's you know yeah those that's a great list, um, and some of those are definitely going to be coming back around when we talk about our top ten. For, I can for my for my list for sure. Um, it's very you know it's it's interesting we talk about those top three because you know Price is Right you think of Bob Barker but he just retired recently, um, and now it's Drew Carey still right I think he's still doing it um, I think so he yeah. was I, know. I think that's uh, interesting, mm-hmm. um, and then. Wheel of Fortune. You have Pat Sajak, who's been doing. I guess he's still doing. It. I'm not sure. I, I don't. I honestly don't. Last time I watched Wheel of Fortune, to That's be totally was, honest with you, me too. So I feel like when I watch, you know, football games on Sundays, they still kind of do some commercials, and he's still there. So man, shout out to Pat Sajak. He's been there for like a hundred years, and then Trebek's been there just as long. I mean, he's been there just for just as long as those other guys. Um, yeah. I I think he was still. I know he he was diagnosed with cancer, but I think he's still doing it. I don't think he officially retired. I think he's still going. Um, crazy i mean those and maybe that's i guess part of it is because those are just og game shows that lasted forever but i think you you have to look at this is not a conversation i thought we would have but it's i think it's important you have to look at those game shows and look at the hosts that have lasted for 20 30 years and those game shows have lasted if you think you know we're going to talk about all these game shows that um our favorites and i think a lot of our favorites have they had famous people they were previously famous and then they did the game show but then the game show kind of ran out of steam and they tried to go with a different host and it didn't work but man i think that that's a great uh a great observation that all of these you know the three ogs that have been there the longest are have had the same host for most of their run well, you know, you can either see, you know, really the show goes off of that host, you know, and and I, and I that's why it's so interesting to see people that are hosting it now because now they like people just throw yeah. in these B and C list celebrities and they're like, yeah, host, why? I don't know, but yeah. that was the thing. You can go either way, right? Like, you, I don't know if this is true or not, but just my memory feels like Regis Philman has mm. had uh, he wants to be a millionaire and then just catapults him, even though he was no a known person. Then he gets, I think the show was afterwards his his daily morning show. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but. I feel like I remember his morning show coming from the success of that show. But then you have other people were like, for me personally, the reason that the your, the weakest link stuck out to me is because I, I hate it. I, I did not like that show. You know, I didn't like that show because it was built upon, we're going to purposely have our host be an asshole. Like, yep. okay, I, that's 
do people like, does, does that matter to you? I don't, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't, that doesn't like, that, I think that, I think that's a cop out. You know what I mean? That, that show was okay. It was fine. But the only, the only twist that they had was you had an asshole, a really asshole, stubborn uh, host. And then if you got it wrong, you dropped to the floor. Like, yeah. I just think that that's cheap. You know what I mean? That's just like, doesn't make a good game show, but so you never know. I mean, some people like that, like that show was literally created depending on the host. Very yeah. interesting. The dynamics of these shows, you know, what survives and what doesn't, what I think these shows do survive these top three, not only the host, great host, right. But it's also simplicity of the shows itself. Right. I mean, there's not a whole, whole lot going on here. And I think if anything, the crazier and more wild these shows get that they're coming out with, I think we're seeing the quicker they, they tend to drop off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I yeah, I think you're hundred percent right there. And uh, it's funny because, you know, they try to re uh, revamp some of these old shows. Like there's yeah. one that, that Wayne Brady's doing now make who uh, let's make a deal. I think is what he's doing now. And I think it was always kind of people would dress up in these crazy costumes and they would get up there and do all these, this crazy shit. But now it's like, man, I was watching that a couple days ago or not a couple days ago, but a while ago and it was on. And he's the host and Wayne Brady's great. You know, everybody loves Wayne Brady, but it just seems so corny. Like all these, I think that was kind of the point of it back then, but now it's just like, it seems even worse for some reason. All these people dressing up in crazy costumes and doing this crazy shit. And it's like, it's maybe, and maybe it's just because we're older and it doesn't appeal to us, but it's kind of just like, or we're in between that super young and older stage of life where we're like, we love the game shows. We're going to watch them all the time, but it just, it just seems like it's not, it just seems bad. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I, I I I am with you there. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Did uh, and it's funny that you say uh, you hated the weakest link because that's on my top ten list actually. I I really liked weakest link. Um, but I think it comes back to because it's just a trivia game. But you have that. So did you know weakest link is back on TV? No. It is back on TV. Ellen and I watched it like last week. We were flipping. It was like it was like a Friday night or something, and we we're flipping channels and. Nothing was on, and I was like, oh, Weakest Link's on. We just put it on, and we literally watched like a full episode. But Jane Lynch is the host now. Okay, I do like her. Which is, she, it's, she's not like, is she, is she still, is she trying to be mean or rude? So, like the other lady not, was? It's not as bad as the other lady. That other lady was brutal. I mean, she would just call you out right in front of your face. Jane Lynch, she does that, but it's more in like a playful, goofy style, which is okay. But I like the the thing for, for Weakest Link that put it on my top 10 was, yes, it's trivia. Yes, it's a super basic concept. But I like the fact that you, know, you go around, three people get it right. The next, you get so much money. If you, the next person banks that money, it goes into your bank. If they don't and they get that question wrong, it, you go back to zero. That's true. That's true. And it also, it, it's not just like, oh, this person missed every question. They're out. It, after the round, they run out of time. It goes to this voting area where you have five people, three people vote for the same person. That person's gone, even though that person could have been the strongest person on that on that that round. It's just it's just an interesting concept. That's true. A, there is a, there's a lot game. more to it than me just being the old grumpy man who's like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, you definitely have a fair point there. But yeah, it's just uh, and I think that's what makes some of these shows. And I feel like the original Weakest Link wasn't, I could be totally wrong on this, but I feel like it wasn't around that long for them to revive it and make it and bring it back. But I just felt like that was one that I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember liking it. And it's super simple. It's at the base. It's just trivia questions, but you're on a team trying to make the most money. But at the end of the night, one person goes home with all the money. 
there's kind of some strategy. You're like, oh, I, but you don't know. Like, sure, I got one question right. You got two questions right. But as the game's going, I might not remember that. And I'm like, oh, I want, I got to vote this guy out because mm-hmm. I think he missed more. It's just an interesting concept. Um, do you, uh, you have anything else to add before we kind of look at our top 10 and just talk about shows that we loved and that we still do love? No, I don't think so. I think that uh, anything that I'm going to add is probably going to come through us just talking about our shows yeah. and why we like them. Because, you know, I, I, I don't know if I have a set list, but I definitely have a, a variety of, of different types of shows. And some of them work, some of them don't. You know, and so I, I, I don't know. I, the only thing I would ask you, Foshi, is if you can think, you and I sitting here today, what is other other than what you just told me that they they're they're coming that back with the weakest link? Like, what else do you know of that's on a regular schedule game show wise? Not the classics, not the three classics that we've noted. What's another one that you know of that's still like actively in rotate, like being produced? Uh, is anything I mean, come to mind? I mean, nothing, nothing that comes to mind. I mean, there's got to be some out there. It's interesting because yeah, there has to be. There's people out there that watch them all the time, and I know that. I watch Cash Cab constantly, but I don't know if it's on anymore. I just know there's one channel that shows Cash Cab for six hours a day, and I'm like, I just record them all and then watch them whenever. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if that show's still going. Um, but yeah, I really think you know we talked about this before, but I really think that we are in the time of I think reality TV had a big push against game shows. I think a lot more people became more enthused with like Big Brother and. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All those type of shows, and I think also like the talent show aspect of things, like America, uh, American Idol, yeah. all those shows. America's I think got talent. Yeah, yeah, America's Got Talent. All those type of shows kind of took over because when you think about it, you know, all of those huge game shows were always at seven o'clock. They were always prime time, mm-hmm. NBC, ABC, and now you go to those. You go Monday through Thursday. You go to those channels, and it's all those talent type shows. So I think as viewing viewing audiences and all those type of things. I think they've really switched over to that type of game show, to that type of viewing. So yeah. hopefully, I mean, hopefully, man, when we get old, there's some way we can watch all these shows still, all these game shows. I mean, what are we going to do yeah, when we retire? I'm hoping that they just uh, evolve to like almost, you know, you know how trends go. You, you switch it up and then you go back to the old and then you switch it up, you go back to the old and then you switch it up. You know, it's a rotation. It's a cycle. Yeah. And hopefully by the time we get there, you know, to that age, we'll, we'll be able to enjoy the cycle that is uh, most, um, I don't know, I don't know how to say, it, but like the most reminiscent of, uh, of the old, of the old shows that we grew up watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If not, we're going to have to, we're going to have to have our, I mean, geez, who knows, but by that time we could be, I mean, they, we just have like these game shows like implanted into our brain and we can watch I was going to say, yeah, they might just like VVR. <laughs> we might actually be just playing them ourselves in, in a virtual world. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, before we get out of here, we're going to talk about some of our favorite shows. Just like I said, I have just 10 written down, no order really just some, I was going to order them, but then I was like, man, these are, they're all just too good. It depends. kind of depends on the mood that I'm in. If I want to play along, I'm going to watch one. If I just sure. want to sit back and have a good laugh and yep. have fun. I'll watch another. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to run through them and you know, I'll give a little bit of a synopsis on them. I have some of them pulled up because some of them are just, I mean, they're just so stupid and funny, but, Stump the Schwab. Do you remember Stump the Schwab on ESPN? Of course. I mean, God, it was, it's a classic. It was definitely on my on my list. I I, <sighs> I I used to watch that religiously because I was so dumbfounded by this guy. <laughs> but I have to tell you, Koshi, I'm going to be honest with you. In my age, growing grumpier as I, as I get older, <laughs> I, 
cynical? I don't want to be that guy, but I just don't know how that show's not Tough. rigged. I really don't yeah. know how that's not set up. I, I, I mean, do you have you have you seen have you seen any reruns of it recently? Because I no, have not, not not recently. I mean, it's been, I, it used to be on ESPN Classic quite a bit, and I used to watch it. But man, it's been. I'm years sure that guy knows everything. I'm sure he does. But how are we supposed to know? How are we supposed to know that that, that is not <laughs> set up? What they should have done is they should have added some kind of component that randomizes. You know, like I, I mean, I don't, I don't remember how the exact setup of the show goes, but there had to be something where you would get. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. That, there's just no way that that guy knew everything about every single <laughs> sport ever. I, I understand that he was a very special person, but man, when we're talking about shows that are possibly rigged, oof, that's tough. For oh me. man. So I just looked up Stump the Schwab on ESR on Google because one, I'm going to look up if I can buy these on DVD somewhere because I just feel like I need to have these and watch them just sure. randomly. Oh, I mean, that's some great sports trivia right there. Uh, apparently there was four seasons, 80 episodes, but the, like the fourth, uh, article down says this is written on October 27th. So recently within the past two weeks, this year, Howie, this year, it says Howie Schwab is bringing Stump the Schwab to Facebook live. I was well, like, oh, I mean, man. I'll check it out. I mean, I'll, hey, listen, I'll check it out. Listen, I, I, there's no doubt that that guy knew his stuff. Even if, so, it's, even if it's rigged, for him to memorize that is impressive. But so, yeah, this, I, more so, than four seasons, though. Yeah, that's, it's, it's interesting. It wasn't, I felt like it was on a lot longer than that. Uh, I forgot that he was self-titled the Sultan of Sports Trivia. Yes. Uh, he has partnered with Florida Atlantic University to host a trivia show or the FAU Schwab show uh, on Facebook. So... I am definitely going to do some more research and hope that I can find these episodes. Because, Poshy, that was one oh, that man. I used to I used to watch. God, I, I used to it. watch every day that I could. It was on the same time time slot every day right after school. I used to watch that all the time. So good. I mean, just he oh man. So 80 episodes. What do you think his record was on ESPN? It was probably only lost twice. He was 64 and 16. Oh, okay. That's better. That makes it, it less, less set up know, then. This article does say that, that that was not because the show was rigged or designed for contestants to fail. So they read it in an article. It's got to be true. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's funny. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Stumped the was on my list for sure. I'm glad that it was love on it. yours. Too. Love God, it. I love it. So good. Um, my next one that I've written down is, is Cash Cab. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Super has simple. To be. Has to easy. Be. So many episodes constantly on TV. I would just, I mean, it's just such a, the guy, the host is great. He's funny. He's got good charisma. Uh, it, and, you know, you get in somebody's cab and you just play trivia until you either get a free ride or you win money. I mean, it's so easy. Exactly. And it combines what you said earlier about how reality TV and these reality aspects take over gaming shows later on. This is a perfect blend of that, right? Like, this is why you love it is because it's real people who are genuinely surprised by getting this cab. But I have to say, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know the guy's name, but I love the guy. But I hate it drives me crazy. He always does this thing like one every like three every three riders, he does this thing don't where do he it. don't where tell he, me you're gonna hate the beginning. Where he acts like he's somebody else <laughs> and he like looks away and he says, Yo, yo, what the what what what, what are you guys going tonight? Yeah, I'm just joking. Michael, and I'm just like, why? 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 Like I love that part. It's, it's just so <laughs> over the top where he'll just like put his his put his hand over his mouth and be like, 
yeah, what the, what the, what you guys, what you guys, come on. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? And then I'm like, ah, just joking. Like, why? 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 You know what I mean? But then again, <laughs> I love that's the grumpy, that's the old grumpy guy coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Bailey. He's the host. Uh, I just had to look it up, but that's I love that job. part. What he, what he does, just the random, yeah, it does like the New York accent. It's funny. And I'm sure everybody turns loves the, Turns on the lights and everybody <laughs> looks, looks out. Uh, man, can you imagine getting in that cab with like visiting New York and you get in you're like, oh, I would. I would pass out. I'd be like, Dude, I, shit. I'd be sweating. <laughs> I would just start sweating so much. I, it would be, it would be disgusting, you know? And also <laughs> there's a lot of pressure there because you know me, I'm bad at a trivia. You know, you're going to be in front of the world. You're just going to be that. You're going to be the dumb person in the cab. Oh no. Cause every, also, group, every group that gets in there, you immediately like, Oh no, this, this person <laughs> is the, that's the weak link. There for sure. <laughs> yeah. I love when like a whole, like a group of people get in and you're like, Oh man, you people don't stand a chance. And then, but it's funny when some people just, I mean, they totally just like, are like, they just turn it on you and anything. I would love to see, I just randomly thought about this, but I would love to see if there was like a, like a, an outtakes of cash cab, like all these people like got in the cab. I know I've, I've actually looked that there are definitely people that say, no, I don't want to be on the game. And they're like, okay, cool. We'll just let you out. We won't record this. But Oh really? I would really? love. Yeah. That's I, yeah. If, if, yeah. If you look it up, there's, there's multiple or not multiple, multiple, but they, they do say that people are, uh, they do get in there and they're like, oh no, we don't want to be on this. And they get out. But I would love to see if there's like an outtakes or something where people get in, they start asking them questions and they're just so bad that they're like, okay, yeah, we actually can't run this. So then they just like cut it, they cut the footage or like have it oh, in their archives. That would yeah, be great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Cash Cab. I mean, always. There's an OG. Network, it's an OG. One network that constantly plays it and I just love it. I think I have it to download well, every episode. You know who's playing it? TV. You know who's playing it now? I think it's Bravo is playing, mm. it, playing it now. And yeah, it's so great. Good. It's great. Yeah. There's also a, uh, I have it in my Amazon cart actually is a cash cab trivia book that I've have not purchased yet, but I'm going to. So yeah, shout out to cash cab. Just a, a classic. The next one I have on my list is the OG family feud. Uh, hosted. Well, wh- why, why specifically OG? You're not, you're not a fan of the Steve Harvey. No, I do. I do like Steve Harvey, but I just love the OG. Uh, oh man. Well, I just had it pulled up. What was that guy's, the host name? Uh, he was so funny. Uh, he would. Uh, um, that guy. He was kind of a creeper, dude. Though. He, oh yeah. He was. He was. Creepy, he literally. Though, he would literally like every. Oh, Richard Dawson. He was Richard like Dawson. Just, I feel and I feel. Dude, like, you ever him. watch some of those? Dude, he like oh, yeah. weirdly. He touches some some women, <laughs> some people, and some weird. Yeah. Dude, that guy. That's that, not aged well. That's for sure. He would literally like kiss every single girl yeah, that was there. Yeah, every he, single one. Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. He would kiss people. Every single one. <laughs> I also just feel like he was always, he always seemed oh. like he was super drunk. Oh, like yeah. he would just like oh, stumble yeah. out and be like, oh, how's it going? Everybody? This is family feud. Like it was like, oh man, it seemed like such a, like you're like, oh, kind of you're creepy so uncle. right. No, oh, but, for sure. Creepy uncle. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like he was always, that's another thing I just randomly thought of is that, during some of these OG runs, I feel like they kind of had like he would host, he would host Family Feud, but then he would randomly show up on like Match Game, or he would randomly yeah. show up on Hollywood Squares because yep. they were most of these people were like comedians, like stand-up comedians that yeah. would do this stuff. But yeah, I mean, I do love the Steve Harvey ones. Harvey's great. Like, just there's so many good clips. Yeah, of he him. is great. He is really just, great. He's he's a great host. He is like 
kind of makes fun of people, but doesn't do it directly to their face. But then you, there's so many good YouTube videos of him. Oh, those. yeah. And that's why this show, you kind of have to be that, that quick-witted comedian, right? Because you got to be able to keep everything lively, funny, but you got to be on the fly, right? You're, you're reacting to other people's reactions. And so, and the whole game is built off of a quick reaction. That's what, that's what, the, that's what the name of the, you know, of the game is. So I think Steve Harvey's perfect, but dude, you are just flooding me with flashbacks of how creepy uh, <laughs> your your boy, your OG boy was. Oh my god! Yeah, but yeah, that's one that we used to watch all the time when we were kids. Uh, why did he kiss everybody though? Like, why? I think why? I legitimately think he was just drunk, like constantly. I think he was just like <laughs> just was hosting a game show. It, he was the host from 1976 to 1985. So you nobody can't told tell me that, that guy, guy. Nobody told that guy like, dude, you just can't kiss everybody, man. <laughs> he was he was either there was I don't want to like say that he was like like coked out or something in case he like died of a drug overdose. But I mean, there is no doubt to me that that guy was just either drunk off his ass all the time, or he was just like, on, like he was just, okay. He died, he died of cancer. So he was not. RIP. Uh, yeah. Shit. Shout out to Richard Dawson. He was either super drunk or, uh, just coked out of his mind, hosting a game show, having a great time. Yeah. Definitely. If you're watching it now, definitely it's not aged well. No, um, no, no, no. But, I still love, I, like I said, okay, I love the OG, but I still love Family Feud now. It, it was, you know, we used to go to the gym and work out, and it was yeah. just constantly Always, on the gym. yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so the next one I have on my list is Match Game. Do you remember Match Game? Of course, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that one was funny. Uh, and man, the host of that, I think, what was, I haven't pulled up now, Gene Rayburn hosted from 62 to 84. He was always and, there. And funny, just would, and I feel like he was a guy that, uh, so the, the basic premise of this game, if you, if you haven't heard of it, is contestants try to match answers given by celebrities to humorous, humorous and often risque fill-in-the-blank questions. Yes. So a uh, celebrity would read you a fill-in-the-blank and then the contestant would have to match the answer. They would have to match answers to that. And man, they used to put some just some off-the-wall, risque, goofy answers on there. And I just remember that host, man. There's a picture of, on Google right now that I'm looking at of him just losing it. Just laughing hysterically during while he's hosting this game show. He's got the the classic game show microphone, long skinny thing. Oh, with that the, thing! The little red mm. ball on the top. Mm. And man, that guy. I think he. It was it was a funny show. If you don't know what it is, uh, definitely go look up Match Game right now and just watch some YouTube videos. I, that show is timeless. It's just funny as hell. Yeah, it's definitely one of the shows where you could just get the sense that everybody there was having a great time, you know? And you don't really get that on a lot of game shows, but you just it was just a good, lively set. And I will say that the one thing that I always remember about Match Game is literally the microphone. It, that thing yep. is like <laughs> pencil thin, and it's like three foot, it's like a three foot long. It's just this gigantic an antenna that, that he's yeah. pulled in. And I'll, I'll never forget the image of that microphone. That, that is one of the craziest microphones ever. Oh, God, so good. Uh, so yeah, match game. Like I said, it, I I would recommend everyone because I'm definitely gonna just have to restart recording. And I did it a couple nights ago, but I would recommend everyone just go into YouTube. Yeah, if you know these shows, if you don't yeah. know these shows, just look them up, man. You're guaranteed to have a good time. At least laugh a little bit. Watch how game shows used to be. Uh, the next one I have on my list is just Wheel of Fortune. I mean, it's a classic. Um, we used to watch it when we were kids with my family, so I feel like it's got a little nostalgic factor. Uh, we used to watch it in college sometime. I know there was. Uh, this girl who went to college with shout out to Becca. Shout out. Uh, she loved Wheel of Fortune. And I want to say that her family tried to get on Wheel of Fortune, you know, where they would have like, they would have like traveling caravans. Yeah. People that didn't yeah, yeah, get yeah. enough got to go on. And she always talked about doing it. I'm not sure if she ever did, but 
man, Wheel of Fortune was a classic. I got to say, my family loved it. Do you have uh so I, I've listed off some. What, what do you have on your list that, that I haven't named yet? Are you, you okay? You want me to you want me to knock out a couple? Okay. I, I, yeah, I got a couple, my, but I feel like my, I'm talking about most as of always is more than the more obscure <laughs> list. Like I would say, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. I will. But you know, Foshi, I always like the weird stuff, man. Uh, the one thing that I brought to your attention that is always going to yeah. be a classic that you you questioned right off the bat was lingo. I cannot believe that you don't know about lingo. Lingo was a constant rerun. I believe it started in the eighties. For anybody who doesn't know, it's very simple. You basically, you finish spelling the, you have to f- spell the word, but you get like, they're like lottery ping pong balls with letters and then they kind of put it together and then you get a, you get a ball and then it's like, oh, sh- I got to figure out this word. Really simple, really fun though. Uh, um, great, great game. The other thing that, you know, I was just thinking about this, Foshi. And the more that I think, the more I come up with just these things that I just <laughs> absolutely love. Two shows that just hit me as I'm sitting here and talk, like just now. On the spot, live yeah. people. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh my god! I mean, uh, I, I, I I changed my childhood. I think I I, I was How? I was legitimately obsessed. God, that show. Yeah, shout out to that <laughs> show. I mean, how did that show? You know, you had the the temple guards. How did that show? I know they tried to bring it back. They tried. They tried. My God, how did it not last? How did they not make that show last? I mean, so many kids. If they brought that show back. It would be it would skyrocket up the it's, up well that's the, the interesting ratings. exactly and that's an interesting is that actually fits what we what we've been talking about at the beginning of this episode as like what the new formula is today it fits that mold exactly it, it's exactly what this is you know what I mean it's a physical game that's like you know what I mean it's not like your normal like a trivia or a, an autumn no you're like physically it's a it's a it's a it's a speed race basically God, so good yeah yeah so apparently it was on for three seasons 120 episodes from 93 to 95 but man that was only that three seasons three? Oh, 30 wow. episodes a season man wow no, 120 episodes 40 episodes a season good lord wow yeah, god if they brought that back 90s kids would lose their minds red jaguars blue barracudas green monkeys yeah. orange iguanas purple parrots yes snakes. yes shout out to a show that is Forever, dude. Uh, just can, a, a, can that get a, Hall of Fame status ah, or no? Is that yeah. like timeless? No, okay, all right. It's other. So uh, that is one. If you don't know what that is, go look it up immediately. Uh, they, the Orlando Sentinel describes this program as a combination of Jeopardy and Raiders of the Lost Ark. So God, I mean, man, I am so I am so glad you brought that up because that was one <laughs> that I loved. One of my all time favorites. Dude, Legend all right, cool, good yeah. man, good. Here's another one that is probably going to be le- not anywhere high on that list, but I'm telling you right now, when I say that I watch <laughs> thousands of these reruns, I'm not joking. That's American Gladiator. Are you familiar with American Gladiator? I do know it. I don't. I didn't really watch it though. It's the mo. If you're going to go watch any reruns on YouTube or anywhere else that you can stream this, please do yourself a favor. You might catch yourself in a in an out, two hour long. Rabbit hole. <laughs> but check out American, Gla- American Gladiators, the show. It is the best obstacle, 80s version of an obstacle course that you'll ever see in your life. If you like any aspect of pro wrestling, which I'm not even really much of a pro wrestler guy, these people are just, it's basically, here's the simple premise. You've got to go through an obstacle course, a very physical one, by the way, but all these little stupid things that they're doing, but the people that are doing them are these just ultra jacked, fucking bodybuilders just ripped out of their minds and they're doing some stuff is physical like you have to like get in a, in a little mini boxing match or, or or race them up a rope or something 
But other things are stupid. Like they're shooting a, one of the most famous things is that it's an obstacle course, like a set, each, the course was segmented. And one of the segments was them just shooting this tennis ball gun at you. And if you got hit by the ball, you're out. You know what I mean? It's just like simple stuff, dumb stuff. But man, when I say that I watched hours, umpteen hours of American Gladiators, I'm not joking, man. It was that, that wow. That, that show, if a personal Hall of Fame at the top of the list. God. Okay, man. Okay, so we're going to have to just, I'm going to cut my list short because I also just thought of one as we were sitting here and you mentioned Legends of the Hidden Temple. One of the shows that I absolutely loved when it was on, it was on apparently for five seasons, 46 episodes on Spike TV was Pros versus Joes. Ooh. <laughs> that's, God. That's, Talk about a throwback. Man. I watched every, that, that is so funny. The concept of that show <laughs> is so simple, but so good. It's so good. Of course. Yeah. Like, of course. So, yeah. If you don't know pros versus Joe's, basically it was Joe's amateur athlete, amateur contestants that would match up against professional athletes in a series of athletic feats um, in, to the expertise of the sport they were facing. So basically, the, the, this show came about because of a, a guarantee an argument that somebody had at a bar one time where they were like, oh yeah, you know, or they were like, what's easier to score a, to score a, you know, to guard Steph Curry or to hit a fastball from Justin Verlander. And it's like, oh, we're just going to make that a TV show. And man, that show was so good. That's another one I just can't believe well, that hasn't lasted. Oh yeah, for sure. And here's the best part about this, Foshi. This is a conversation that I know you and I have had because they didn't ever get active athletes. It was always no. older. And so people could say right now, like, oh, Michael Jordan's 65. I could score a bucket <laughs> on Michael Jordan. And they would literally get like a 25-year-old, 30-year-old guy against like a six-year-old. And they always got their asses kicked still. I loved it. Every, I love that show. That's great. That's an, Man, that's another show. Yeah, I'm, as soon as we get off this, as soon as we wrap this recording up, I'm for sure going to YouTube and just watching old clips of Pros versus Joes. Because there were sometimes where, so I'm just like looking at, so season one, uh, they had it split up. I don't even remember. Apparently they had teams and certain people were on certain teams, red team, blue team. Mm. But looking at, looking at some of these athletes, Bill Goldberg, Dennis Rodman, Jerry Rice, Muggsy Bogues, Jenny Finch, Bo Jackson, uh, Kevin Green, Alexi Lawless, Misty May, I mean, Clyde Drexler, John Rocker, some of the all-time greats. I remember there was one where it was Jenny Finch, the softball player, was the pitcher for Team USA, like the, probably the only softball player that anyone can name. Yep. But it was, could you get a hit off Jenny Finch? And I mean, she is just rocketing him in there <laughs> and nobody's getting close. I will forever remember that. And, oh God, I mean, so, you know, there were certain football ones where the, they had to like get five yards without getting tackled and guys, yeah. they were yeah. just getting destroyed. Yeah. Just people were rocking them. It was a great show. It really was. Man, okay. All right. So, uh, sorry to cut you off. What else is, what else is on your list? Well, you know, another one that's just a low, very kind of low-key, I think, under the radar thing that probably most people don't think about it. One of the shows that I really, really enjoyed, actually, as far as a trivia show goes that has a different twist, is I really enjoyed the show One Verse 100. Are you familiar with that? It sounds very familiar. Is that fairly... So is that an old one and they redid it? I feel like that was fairly recent. Uh, recent as in, like, the 2000s, maybe? I actually yeah, yeah, don't yeah. know when, when that game show started, but I think it was Bob Saget that was the host of it. <laughs> and um, right. it's a really... Oh, 2010. Wait, 2010 to 2011. Oh. Okay, so this is a, a one year, apparently. I really enjoyed wow. this show. I, I don't know why. I really liked it. But it's basically trivia, but you're battling against 100 random people. So you, you all you have to do is just not get the question right, 
are wrong. I'm sorry. But basically what you do is you get that question right. And then they ask that same question to a hundred people. And one by one, whoever gets it wrong is out, 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 out. And the further, the, the less amount of people that you get, the more money you make. So, you know, if you get a hundred, you start with a hundred bucks and then maybe you get down to 75 people. Now you're at $10,000. And if you get down to 50, then you're at 15,000. And then, you, you know, you just can't get your trivia wrong. It's really simple, but you're battling a hundred random people. And you could see live the, the people, which they would like light them up with these these like desks that they're at. And then they would just go. So it's not even like that's a computer program where you could think that it was yeah. rigged or something. I, I, I don't know why. I, I, it was very simple, but I, I kind of enjoyed that. That was like a, I didn't realize, man, if it's only one season, that's crazy. Cause that, that is not, should not be in the all time list, but I really, I don't know why I really like that show. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like that idea. It's interesting. Um, what do you some, got? You know, some of the other ones that I have just, uh, you know, we talked about Hollywood squares. That was classic. That was hilarious. There were some just great comedians on there that they, you know, they talked about, but, I'm not going to go into too much detail on these. These are all ones that, if you don't know, you need to look them up and go to YouTube. Um, the last one that I think I'm going to talk about is a, uh, just a hilarious, lewd, it was embarrassing, was the Newlywed Game. Do you remember the Newlywed Game? I did. I, I, I th- Yes, yes. That was like one of the main things that the Game Show Man. Network repl- just reran all the time. Yeah, so uh, first episode was 1966, apparently. Mm. Bob Eubanks was the host. And again, I just remember, so uh, this was four, uh, the, I'm just on Google, look at the general synopsis here. Four couples, each married less than two years, compete for prizes by answering questions about their relationship, often yeah. with body and embarrassing results. To appease network censors, host Bob Eubanks typically uses euphemisms in place of phrases such as making love when asking questions. So, Bob Eubanks was hysterical. Uh, you know, instead of saying like, you know, make it love, he would, they would talk. I think their big thing was, was whoopee. They were making whoopee or whatever. Whoopee, yeah. When you do that, God, that was, that came from that show. Uh, yeah. I just remember just some of the answers these people would give and their, their spouse would look at them like, man, we've been married for two years, but it might be over right now. Cause that question you just put out or the answer you just gave out on live TV, it was just embarrassing. It was funny. And I could just remember, I'm pretty sure Bob Eubanks had that same microphone that they yeah. used yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. for match game. And he was just, he would always just die laughing at some of these answers. So I mean, just, a, he was a good looking guy, old guy, funny. Uh, that's, a, that's another classic is, is newlywed game. Yeah. I, and I think my classic, the last one, that, well, I got two left, but my classic, sure. I, I've already mentioned it, but press your luck. I, I, I mm. love press your luck so much. This is another game that was just probably clearly rigged. It, it was very old <laughs> and they used, a computer generated randomizer <laughs> that you sometimes no, I think it was pretty set up, but you know, you, you hear all these people just losing their minds, hitting this button and they just screaming, no whammies, whammies, yeah. no whammies, <laughs> no whammies. These people would lose their mind. It always seemed like the crowd was like extra fired up. I don't know what they were feeding those people. They probably all liquored up. I have no idea, but it just felt like it was just live, man. It was like rowdy. And then they, they remade it with uh, yeah. as a show called whammies. Uh, or whammy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was okay. It get that job done. But I just don't know why. That was one that I always, out of all the replays on Game Show Network, that was one that I really connected to. But Foshi, I, I got to be honest with you. I cannot let this end without mm-hmm. showing some serious love to one specific game show. Please. It's not going to be a, 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 a mind blower here. Uh, nothing crazy. But um, just, I, I have to show my due respect to The Price is Right. I, I really do. Because... You think about the prices, right? It's been around forever. 
But like, what is the price is right doing? It's taking some of these, a lot of these elements that we've talked about and mashing them all together. Okay. You have this idea, even though it's not really real, but the, 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 the look that you're randomly going to get pulled out of your crowd. I don't think that that's random, but that's the reality aspect, right? You have all these people that come in groups specifically to this show. It has really created its own culture, its own identity, as far as like people dressing up, wearing the same shirt, wearing the name tags, doing all these crazy things just to get called out. And then when you get up there, then you have to play and win a mini game to play the big game, right? I love that. But then you're not even playing the big, big game, which is when you spin the wheel. You still have to win another actual game to get to the big wheel. And the big wheel doesn't come until later on, right? It's like, okay, well, well okay, thanks, Kyle. We'll, we'll see you later. You've won, and now we'll, we'll catch you later. You know what I mean? And then the mini games, I love that you don't get to pick those games, but they're always different, right? You had your same sets, but multiple different mini games. So you never know. Somebody could get hit with, you know, you could, oh, oh so-and-so is about to go in and look and like a strong contestant and then just get completely wrecked. Then on the flip side of that, when you do get to it, the people, the most least expectant people spin this wheel and all of a sudden now they, they've won a vacation and 25 cars and the prizes were huge. Yeah. All along Bob Barker, even though I think, hot take, I think Bob was kind of creepy a little bit too sometimes, but that's beside the point. Sure. All in all, when it comes down to it, like a, just a game show, there's a reason that this thing's been around forever. And I just got to show some serious, serious love, man. If there was an all-time list, if the prize ride is not in your top three, I'm sorry, you're doing something wrong, man. I just, I'm sorry, Foshi. I just had to get that off my chest, man. No, yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, that's like when you say game show or when you talk to somebody about game show, I mean, I guarantee that most people probably think of prices right first. Maybe some people think of Wheel of Fortune, but that's probably your one and two. And especially, you know, I remember, like you said, going to grandparents' house when you were too young for school or you were sick from school or whatever. It was like 11 a.m. Central Time. I think Price is Right was on for an hour. And it, before and after that time, you were watching the same rerun of Sports Center for six hours. Then you watched Price is Right. Then you watched Sports Center for another four hours until your mom came and picked you up from, from grandma's. Yep. But yeah, Price is Right's classic. Barker was great. I mean, like you said, uh, some of, you know, I'm sure. When you go back and watch some of these old game shows, the uh, the hosts probably don't age well, but he was great. Uh, and then Drew Carey, you know, I, I've I've watched a couple of them recently. He's he's, he's good. He's not bad. So uh, he's, he just kind of does his thing. Yeah, no, for sure. So, folks, let me ask you, man. Do you have a show that's just iconic level? I would say Price is Right for me is just iconic level. Is there one yeah. that kind of is just above everyone else to you? Do you have one like that? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be Price is Right. Or Real do you Force think so? Show. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, those are like I said. If you were just if you were to you know, we'll, we'll go with a family feud reference here. If you were to walk down the street and uh, ask 100 people, what's your favorite game show? How many of those 100 are saying Price is Right or Wheel of Fortune? 90? We, I, honestly, I think it's split. We're not even favorite. If they were to say, like, what, what's the first game show you think of? I don't know. I, I, I bet you it's Wheel of Fortune. I would say Jeopardy's in the mix. And I would also yeah. say that, you know, I don't know, maybe Family Feud would definitely probably be in the mix. Yeah, that's true. I'm not sure if Price is Right, you know, it's kind of falling off the map. Those other two, like, because they've kind of revamped with Family Feud, like Steve Harvey's taken to another, I, I don't know, but I think it's, the, I think those are the four. I, I, that, those would be the, the four essentials yeah, the for four. me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would, like I said, if you were to ask a hundred people, I would say, yeah, it, it would probably be, you would get, I bet a hundred 
those four would be your hundred answers right there. I mean, you would nobody outside the hundred would name. I mean, you might get like a random person that says one of the sure. other ones, but well, sure, sure, those sure. Are for sure, your big four. So, uh, do you have any uh, closing remarks on game shows before we get out of here? My closing remarks is this, and it's more of a question. I I want to know moving forward. We've already asked where they are now. What, what's going on? How are they going to adapt game shows? I want them to. How are they yeah. going to adapt though? Not the talent show game shows. I, I don't know. How do you, how do you classify what we've all these that we've talked about? I I don't know because the way that we broke down what a game and what sport is, whatever. I'm, let's let's just put talent shows aside. Let's put the physical competition. Let's put the obstacle courses aside. Okay, those two are aside. Game shows that are left. How do those adapt moving forward with all of the different streaming sites, the services, the content that's being just produced everywhere? Right, Netflix, Hulu. Um, uh, Amazon, Amazon yeah. all, all, all of these Apple TVs making their own stuff. Where do game shows fit into the to, to the mold? Because I, I'll tell you right now, if they stick with only being available through your cable packages, they're not going to hang on. So I'm really yes. interested to see how they adapt like all of this other media content, TV shows, films, docu-series, documentaries, all of these things even kids shows, kids movies, family oriented, all these things have adapted in some way, but I don't feel like game shows are adapting and I don't sure. know why they're not making the move. I want them to. So here's my last thoughts is like, just keeping an eye on how, how it happens. And like, yeah. if not, I guess we resort to YouTube, like you said, to, to, to relive the old, old days, but come on. I mean, I think we both agree that we, here's my ending thoughts. We need some new live actual game shows, Netflix, Hulu, these sites. I'm not talking about your prime times. Get out of there. Netflix, Hulu. Where's the game shows? Am I am I missing yeah. out? I feel like I'm missing something. Feed, yeah. f- feed, feed me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a great. Yeah, I've that's something I didn't even think about. Is that you know none of these streaming services like uh, you know Netflix has uh, the hip hop show with Chance the Rapper, Ti, and Cardi B. That was cool, but that's a talent show. Yeah, we definitely need one of these streaming services needs to buy the rights to a game show or just create a new game show. I mean, that would be awesome. I would love to see that. Well, that's why I feel like we must be missing something, Foshi, because, Possible. you know, they, they, Netflix and all them, they've done the late night. They've taken late night shows and adapted yeah. them. They've done what you just said. They t- they've taken talent shows and adapted their own. They've taken cooking shows and, and adapted to make their own. They're, maybe we're just out of the loop and, you know, we're behind. But let's just say this. We're pretty good on what is big and trending. I can't say that there's been a whole lot of game shows that have actually, that I know that have like gone to the huge trending status, like some of these other, like, you know, like the British baking show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where's the the game show that's going to blow up like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with that, I think our closing remarks is just that we need more game shows. So bring them back. Uh, what are some of your favorite game shows? What's your history with game shows? Let us know. Going off topic pod at gmail.com. That's going off topic pod at gmail.com. Find us on all the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just by looking up going off topic podcast. Give us a follow there. Uh, head over to anythingbutcredible.com to check out all of the network podcasts and blogs. One stop shop for everything from the Anything But Credible podcast, going off topic podcast, and of course, the offended podcast, as well as all the blogs we're writing. Uh, wherever you're listening right now, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Shout out to Bizzard Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off top.